Living in Nashville is a choice of lifestyle that is filled with energy and eagerness for living loud and dancing to the city's drumbeat. So just how many people move to Nashville each day? Well, according to the Census Bureau, the total stands at around 82 people daily, and that number continues to hike. Some people move to Nashville to be discovered, some move here because the TV show made it look oh so fun, and some, like our special guest today, move to become the heartbeat themselves for artists that we love. Managing an artist is a tireless job behind the scenes, and we are so incredibly lucky to have someone here to give us a new perspective, laughs, and advice. So if you're listening and your goal in life sounds similar, you won't want to change the channel. So super excited for today's episode. Me too. Um, speaking of so many people moving here, I just moved back to Nashville. Ooh-hoo. Yes, you did. Thank God. Um, Florida sucks. Don't do it. <laughs> Nashville didn't feel right without Liz here. Oh, thank you. It was you. weird. Yeah. Thank y'all. Thank you. <laughs> um, it was weird. And like now driving, you know, into the city and I see the Batman building. Mm. I'm like, oh, I'm home. You're like, you're home. Yeah. Yeah, for Aww. sure. So... Um, well, we're going to jump into what it's like and what it takes to work behind the scenes, which both Whitney and I have done, loved and hated at times. <laughs> uh, but our special guest takes on the job in a whole different way than we did. I'm very delighted to announce that joining us today is none other than Bailey Dombrowski. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Um, you are the current day-to-day manager for Lainey Wilson mm-hmm. and social media for... Parker freaking McCollum. Oh, That's yeah, right. man. <laughs> so, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. I love that we're doing this in person. I know yes. we just yeah. talked about this, but it's more personal. I know. Yeah. I really like it, too. It feels more yeah. fish. And I haven't yeah. seen you since you moved back, so what a pressure-on kind yeah. of catch-up <laughs> conversation. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, you know, we're just we're just shooting the shit a Let's little bit, sure. right? Sure. Yeah, but, but I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah, I feel like we all have some type of connection to each other. We were just talking about that. It's a small town, so mm-hmm. excited to finally catch up and hear all the things. I don't think people realize how small of a town Nashville no, can be. So I always said the, like, the perfect band name was Little Big Town. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Because it really is a Little Big Town. So that's true. awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. It is. But yeah thanks for having me yeah thanks yeah. for coming so we all have a connection to the grand Ole opry we do right uh, bailey you and i were tour guides yes, together <laughs> what a time <laughs> i still relive it i like get asked now to give tours when we're backstage do you that's yeah awesome. i forgot half of it i need the binder back really yeah i feel like that's like riding a she bicycle remembers it because i, I do you have recited it to me like five times in our I, friendship. i forget the random facts like somebody like you think you know and then someone asks a very specific question about a certain room and you're like oh that's cute. true i forget mm-hmm. you know what i really remember i really remember my mistakes oh of course like there was one time the welcome to what is it? Welcome to the circle yeah. room. I said, this is where you come when you're indicted. And 
Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, basically. You mean inducted? And I was like, yeah, but it's kind of like a life sentence. And I like played it off. Honestly, that's a good save. Because it's true. It is. I mean, you want it to be. It's the the life sentence that you want. Thank you. You say that. I would have cried. (laughs) And then during a show once, what was the group? Their three sisters. Sisters. um, And they're like. Christian, oh, no. It's like a Christian. Oh, group. point of grace. Okay, yeah. And mm-hmm. then someone on the tour said, "Are they really sisters?" And I said, "Sisters of God." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you have to come up with things because people would ask, and I don't know. Are they really sisters? I would assume they are sisters of God. Liz. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No one told you're us right, we had to know right. things about artists. We had to know things about the rooms. I know. We I will know. just have them on the pod, and then we can ask there you go. them yeah, ourselves. Come on the pod. They still don't <laughs> have so many questions. <laughs> First, are you sisters? Then <laughs> do your research. It's like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But they're still there a lot, I feel like. so. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> I miss well, the pizza. Yeah, just I miss causing chaos and having a ball. Yeah, I miss the smell. Oh, yeah. Okay, I get that, because mm-hmm. it is really comforting to go back there. Yeah. Because it? it is. Because when it was my first job... And mm-hmm. it was my first, like, built-in community. And when you move to a city like this, it's really difficult to find that. And mm-hmm. I feel like we were handed it on a silver platter. Yes. Oh, wow. And now, right, you're talking about how you see people mm-hmm. all over town. Yeah. It's because we met them all there. Oh, and now they're, like, with it's artists the coolest like thing. <laughs> I know. It's the coolest thing. Like, I went the other day. We played. And shout out Johnny. We loved him. Johnny B. Johnny B. <laughs> we, like, embraced. For, and everyone around him was like, who is this? <laughs> Uh, and then, like, Stacy was like, oh, no, she used to work there. And, like, look what you could. I'm like, that's, it's nice. Oh, that's cool. Look what you could do. Look what oh, you could <laughs> I know. I was like, wow. You're a success story, Bailey. Good oh, job. Thank you. It's been a journey. <laughs> and we're going to learn all about that journey. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Well, um, let's see. Well, we all moved to Nashville mm-hmm. to pursue, like, different dreams, right? So I want to talk about why you moved to Nashville. Yeah what your path was and everything. Yeah. So I moved, I feel like it was forever ago. And COVID, I feel like I blocked that time out. But mm-hmm. I guess 16, yeah. I guess I moved here at 16. And I had the dream of, of course, working in the industry. I'd grown up loving country music, like everyone else, I feel like, in this town. Um, and I don't know. I just kind of was like, every time I was at a concert, I felt connected to something that was happening in the room. I don't know if it was the escape feeling or watching people just relate so heavily to what was being said on stage. Um, but my mom laughs cause she was like, you used to ask, like I'd be in meet and greet lines and I'd go up to the tour manager or like the help, whoever was around and say like, what do you do? How did you get here? What it oh like, God. and it was, I just wanted to understand it. And Very so through, it, yeah, I just, and it, now learning it, it's like, gosh, you could have 5,000 different jobs on a team. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just. I think we all think it's like four jobs on a team and that's it. But everybody's a very special role. Um, And so I was trying to ask those questions to understand, like, did I want to be a tour manager? Did I want to be a journalist? Did I want to be a manager? Did I want to be, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up in college, you know, helping with the radio station there, interviewing artists when they'd come in through radio tour. And I'd like talk to their managers and understand their job. And then people were like, oh, do you want to be an artist? And God bless every (laughs) artist out there. Because no, uh, they, it's a sacrifice in itself and it's an incredible job. Um, but I wanted to be more of the behind the scenes. And so moved here and like I said, first job out of the gate was the Opry, um, as a tour ambassador and I loved it. It really what a first job, what a first yeah. job, right? Holy cow. And I worked at Kmart. 
<laughs> I know. I worked at Regal Cinemas. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was a part-time job too, though. And I, there were so many things that when I moved, and I, you know this because we talked about it, and I had to, you know, a beautiful family in town mm-hmm. were so kind enough to help me out. But I had no idea how I was going to be here because, mm-hmm. I mean, think of cost of living now versus six years ago or seven years ago, but oh, it was still yeah. not great. Yeah. And so a part-time job wasn't really going to help me out. But I was like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to figure it out. And then I ended up getting a job on top of the Opry where I was working in digital for a radio uh, show, a Mm -hmm. syndicated radio show, Ty Kelly and Chuck. Mm -hmm. And it was so fun and so tiring. Yes. (laughs) Because I think I would finish the Opry at like 11, and I'd have to be there at 2.30 in the morning. Yes, I remember that. Wow. My health declined, and my life (laughs) thrived all at once. Mm -hmm. Like, it was the coolest job on the planet, and I loved who I worked with. And I learned so much from that job and understanding radio, which has not only been super beneficial in my job now, but also it it was a start of networking in the town of like who we worked with who and what labels and what everyone mm-hmm. did. Um, and so I did that for a bit. And then I was like, I love this job, but I health, health came first. Yeah, and for so, sure. Uh, that was a season of my life where a lot was happening and I was like, I gotta, I'm just gonna find something new, uh, and take what I've learned. And then ended up, I moved home. Yeah. I forget about Louisiana, this. my little <laughs> yeah. Cajun persuasion. I did over there, man. <laughs> I moved home and I taught, uh, seventh and eighth grade English. Oh, I did, did not know this. <laughs> I, either. Yeah. I didn't know you moved home for I one. Moved home. But... I moved home for like three, three months, four months because I wasn't sure after that job I was, and everyone kind of goes through this where you're like, it's a, it's working in the industry is a sacrifice, but it's an incredibly beautiful one. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of want to figure it out. And so I figured it out, but I was like, okay, I'm going to go and just take a, a hot second to breathe for, for a moment. Uh, and so I ended up getting a call from my old, like, for she was my first grade teacher, but she was the principal now at the school. And she was like, I don't know what you're doing. Are you still in Nashville? If not, like, I'd love for you to come and help teach. We've had a, somebody leave, and we need somebody to finish out the year. And so for three months, I taught 7th and 8th grade English. I learned a lot about Shakespeare. I was an English major <laughs> okay, with a public relations okay. minor. So I knew English, and I loved English, <laughs> but I never had taught English. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was like my my if God had called me out of the music industry or was like, nah, that's not your path, I probably would have done that at the time. So it was a good, like, God kind of gave me the option on a on a platter again and said, yeah. you know, do you want to do this? Uh, and I did it for three months, but I, at the time also was leaving on the weekends. And like, I went work the ACMs with Sean Parr mm-hmm. shout out <laughs> and I love him. And so he kind of would just kept giving me opportunities. And I remember I came home and I was like, yeah, I'm not done yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not done with Nashville. Mm-hmm. And so I moved back and then ended up working in management, but in the digital space still uh, for modern management, mm-hmm. which we had Diamond Rio and we had Mo Pitney yeah. and we had Josh Turner and I loved it. Yes. It was fun. I learned a lot about because I did tour marketing. So I learned about tour and I learned about how that was going to look as far as digital was concerned and then uh, ended up going and working with an influencer at one point and then learning that landscape and she was incredible and I loved learning from her and then realized like music was my passion um so then (laughs) I got back into music and uh yeah and then COVID hit and so Mm. I moved home because I was living alone I had recently gone through a season of 
not, you know, not being in the best community situation that I could be. So I was like, I'm going to go home because COVID was very isolating and no one knew what to expect. Some people thought two weeks. So did I. (laughs) And I had just moved into a new apartment. And about, I think, what, two weeks into the two week being home, it was like, yeah, no one's crossing state lines. Like, this Mm -hmm. is more serious than anyone thought. And then I never came back for like a year and a half. Mm. And I ended up working um, some odd jobs here and there, loved it, learned that marketing outside of the music industry was not my passion. <laughs> and I, Fair God enough. really was great at being like, hey, I'm going to give you so many different options to make sure that you're so assured in what you're going to do because the music industry is a life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a life. It's, it's a lifestyle. It's not just a job. So I'm going to give you other options to see, are you sure? Yes. Facts. Yeah. And he did. And I loved every single one of them, but I was kind of just like, this isn't fulfilling my heart. And so I ended up starting a freelance digital agency and I had Hunter Hayes and I had David Nail and I had some other artists who were, you know, on the up and up and they were trying to figure out digital space. And I had some business life coaching situations. Um, So I kind of had music and I had different aspects of influencers and different businesses um, that just were trying to understand digital. And then I, this is the fun part. I joined, uh, did you guys, were y'all ever on Clubhouse during COVID? No, what is that? Oh my gosh. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) it was an app that was like a live podcast situation. So it was rooms of people that would enter into, it was an app that had different rooms. So it was like, there was one night where it was like the Mean Girls and Lindsay Lohan came in and it was like a press conference, but like live podcast. Whoa. Oh. And so Nashville had one. And it was a group of people in Nashville who couldn't go out anymore because it was still COVID. And everyone just missed each other and missed having people to talk about what... Because, like, the music industry is a different language. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all know this working in it. But, like, it's not something that your friends at home understand what you're saying. They just enjoy the music, which yeah. they should. And it was nice. So we had a group, and I was one of the moderators. And people would come in and, like, hear about each person's different job. And at the time, I was full, like, solely in digital. And so it was, like, eight of us who all, like, some I knew mm-hmm. and others I met. And some of them are now my best friends. And one of them is now my fiancé. Uh, I oh was going to ask That's how a God met. thing. Right it's there. a weird thing. Because people are like, did you meet on a dating app? And I'm like, no, but it was an app. It's just a different, <laughs> just different way. way. Yeah. A much but cooler it was, way. It was cool because it was kind of like the voice for the industry because, mm-hmm. like, you didn't – your profile picture was there, but it was just your voice. Okay. So, like, you understood people's tone and how they approached people when they would come into a room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so cool. it was cool. So I ended up meeting someone on getting uh, – on the Clubhouse app, and he was the owner of Get Engaged, which was a company that I ended up – Okay. Uh, leading their Nashville office. So I knew they were looking and he had messaged me and I was like, Hey, I don't know what you do. I don't know what your agency does, but it looks cool. And I see you guys are moving to Nashville. And so I ended up getting that job and ahead the Nashville office. And so we, I did digital and influencer marketing and all that good stuff with them for artists like Cole Swindell, Parker McCollum, mm-hmm. um, who else did we have? We had Priscilla, um, Block, John Langston. Like we had, wow really cool artists that I, my dream was to just keep networking. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to work in what I know that I am passionate about, but I want to work with artists that are also passionate about what they do. And I was very lucky that we did have a roster. And so I kept 
building that. And then one day I had been friends with Lainey for a while and her manager, Mandolin, and they, we always would like catch up and she asked me to go to drinks at one point. Wasn't looking for a job, mm-hmm. was, was good where I was. And yeah, she was like, Hey, I don't know if this is something you'd be interested in, but, uh, we, you know, we thought about it and think if you would be interested, we'd love to have you. Um, cause they had seen my work cause I had always of course been friends with Lainey, but we had started to kind of work together when Cole and Lainey had never say never. Mm, And so we had been around each other a lot. And so we'd always be able to catch up. And, um, I knew I wanted to work like my dream. If anyone would ask was like, if I could work with any artist, it would be her. Love that. Look at that door that opened. I know. And it's crazy. And I always said like, I loved every single artist that I worked with. And the one that I hadn't like been in the orbit of like business was her. And I just was fascinated. And I think that I love working for kind people and she's the kindest. And so I was like, if I could be in her sphere of some sort, that would be amazing. And Lord, did God know what he was doing. Um, (laughs) So then I accepted that job. So now I am her day to day, but I still run Parker's Digital. Cool. So it's fine. Yeah. That's the journey. That is such a good journey. So you and Lainey were friends. Did y'all know each other in Louisiana? We did not. Uh, so wild. we met when I'd come visit. So Alex Smith is a friend of mine from college and he moved here as well. And he's pursuing to be an artist. And he and I came back and forth, just connecting, going to writer's rounds, just trying to make friends here before we moved here. And he introduced me to her, uh, probably when we first started visiting. So that was almost 10 years ago. Okay. And she, um, they would write together and she and I would hang out and, I mean, she always had it. And so it was just like, when when was everyone else going to realize it? And yeah. everyone has realized it, which makes me oh, the yeah. happiest person ever. <laughs> but yeah, so we were friends. So we had like a Louisiana crew. Uh, and she was in that crew. And then we all kind of went do our own thing. But we always checked in and loved That's on cool. each other from afar. Uh, so it's been fun because Louisiana, like we speak our own language. <laughs> and we can talk to a tree. <laughs> and so it's fun because it's like, well, I, we get each other um, to to that degree as well. So it's been it's been cool to watch from afar and now kind of be a part of helping mm-hmm. that dream even more come across. But I love that. I know we're the same age, but you are inspiring me. I'm like looking up to you. <laughs> Please don't. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> no, it's a. I mean, it's beautiful journey, and mm-hmm. it's it's sad its highs and its lows. Uh, but what, I mean, that's life. Yeah. And then God test us in the lows to make sure that when we have the highs, we appreciate them. See, I think it's good for listeners to hear if you are wanting to be in the industry that it's not just a straight path. No. There's a lot of ups and downs mm-hmm. and yeah. turn around and going back home. And you got to shoot your shot. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you shoot your shot. I do. Every time. <laughs> I like walk in a room. I'm like, what do you, do you need digital? Like, I, or I'll like understand just going up to someone and saying hi is more important than staring at them from afar. Because, you know, you can walk into a room, especially in this town, and you notice someone because everyone knows each other from social media, but you might not know them. And so I'm the person that's like, I'm not going to go up to you and say, how was your beach trip last week? But I'll just be like, I love what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. Because everyone's artists included, you know, everyone's trying their best. And -hmm. this town is full of people who are incredibly talented from the business side to the artist side. Um, And it's fun to be a part of and just watch it all come to life. Mm -hmm. Uh But it's its own it's its own struggles at times yes i one of my first questions for you is going to be do you believe in networking which i do and oh, this is just a testament yeah. but yes mm-hmm. we i do. believe in networking i believe in going to things by yourself 
Like I would go to concerts by myself and stand there and you never know who's standing next to you. And that was kind Mm. of, especially if you're in this town, like you could be with their manager, you could be with their personal assistant, you could be with their digital person, you know, like you just never know. And to just be friends with someone and go get coffee. Like that's been my biggest thing too, is like, when I have the time now, I would love to say I could do this more, but like, I do understand saying yes to people asking for, to go get coffee mm-hmm. because if someone wouldn't have done that for me, maybe I wouldn't have known where to go. Yeah. But yeah, I think networking is crucial. Yes, I do too. And a confidence, it, it can be a fake confidence sometimes, yeah, but fine. just to like go and do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I will say that in this town, you can sniff out someone who is trying to network for the wrong reasons. Oh, yeah. Like, we fully believe as Nashvillians in true connections, right? Yeah. We can sniff them out. Yeah. But you it's can sniff them interesting. Out. And the thing is, is I think a lot, everyone has the same goal. It's just the way, I always say, like, one of my biggest things I think I've learned more than ever is uh, your intention can be good, but your execution can be a little off. Mm, Because, you know, everybody has the same intention of wanting to do something cool with their life. And everyone should have that same goal. But it's the execution of how you go up to someone or how you reach out. Because Mm -hmm. it's it's not a selfish thing. Right. It's supposed to be a... Because a lot of the times you're not working for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're working for the good of other people. Yeah, you're like lifting people up. I can't do my job without you. And you can't do your job without them. And, you know, it's team. Keeping that up. Yeah. So I was, this question said, you're dating a wonderful man, but now you're engaged (laughs) to a wonderful man. Um, And then I said, did y'all meet working for Priscilla Block? But no, No. but so how, was it like a funny? Yeah, it's weird. So So tell me about this. Okay. Take me down. (laughs) So he was on Clubhouse and he was in a duo at the time. And so he would come in the room and I became friends with both sets, both sets, both people in the duo. Uh, And because they both were in the Clubhouse Nashville. I think it was so cool. It was very, very cool. Uh, and we would just, I don't know, talk and like in a group and then we'd sidebar. And he at the time had written for Priscilla. And okay. so they were all friends and they'd been friends for years. And so when she blew up on TikTok, uh, they, of course, were like that core group that you stick with because you want your core group to be a part of your journey. And so um, I was living at home during all of this. And so I had come to visit in March to be like, do I want to move back? And this was March of 21. Yeah. And I met, crazy story, I actually was not going to go hang out with him because I was like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, (laughs) I was in a mood of like, I dated people. I didn't like it. I was over it. Mm -hmm. I was fine. Career was my thing. And I had decided it had rained. I was supposed to leave the Wednesday and it was pouring. And I was like, I'm not driving nine nine hours home in the rain. So I was like, what else am I going to do tonight? So I texted him and at the time his duo partner, and we all went to Tavern, RIP to Tavern. I know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine. It's out, out. It's gone forever. It's gone. And, so but my love, is not, are out. my love is not gone. <laughs> but I was like, well, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> they can't cater. Sorry about it. Um, but so we ended up meeting there, and then he asked me to go to coffee after. And we it was the night of her actual, I think her EP release, her album release. And... That was it. She played a show. This is, life is so weird. Isn't it? She played a show with Diamond, no, who'd she open for? Granger Smith in Lafayette. So I moved home, Lafayette, Louisiana. I was still there in May. And we were talking at the time. 
and he ended up getting in the van. He did not play for Priscilla at this point. Okay. And he got in the van with her and said, okay, well, this girl, you're playing in the same city as this girl that I'm talking to. So, do you, and she was like, well, get in the van. Like, oh don't. And so, got in the van. We had our first date in Lafayette. He drove the nine <laughs> hours. That's I so brought him wild. to go get crawfish. Hell yeah. And we watched the show. And then we went out to Cowboys. I brought Priscilla out to like our honky tonk place. People freaked out. Uh, and weird enough, the night before that, Lainey had played with Diamond Rio. Oh, my gosh. And so it's just a weird... How the stars align. God is so crazy and good. Um, But, yeah, so we ended up reconnecting, going on our first date. And I still had moved back at that point. And so we were both like, okay, like, I think this this is good. This is cool. We'll keep talking. And then I moved back in June. And we never stopped hanging out. Love it. And it was great. Mm -hmm. And so... When I got the digital agent job, like agency job at Get Engaged, they had already had Priscilla as a client. And she rocks at her social media. She has it under control, but it was just like she was a client for um, for a hot minute. And so she was awesome. Love working with her. And it was just coincident that mm-hmm. she was a client when I got there. So, no, I did not like get the job with because of Josh or vice versa or whatever. Right, right. It was more just like... This is ironic. This mm-hmm. is fun. I know her outside of work, so this will actually make it easier. Uh, and but she didn't. I mean, she's. Have, we've all seen her TikTok. Like she's very good at her TikTok. Very good. Yeah, yeah. She's um, fun. Yeah. I love her, and I feel like she thrives in a honky tonk environment. She did. Thrive. I love it. She's so fun with her, and then her safety vest. Uh, but they have. Oh, yes. yeah. I love it. Oh yeah. So she thrives, but she was so good at it. But like a lot of times, people hire digital agencies because there's five thousand platforms. God. And you can be really good mm-hmm. at creating the content. You just don't want to post it on those 5,000. It is exhausting. And so we're kind of just your right hand. But, yeah, so he plays bass for her now, and he's on the road with her. And then he wrote four of the songs on the album. Wow. Well, Priscilla, if you're listening, I will shoot my shot. And <laughs> there's a song you've got to hear called Guarantee. Oh, my God. By Whitney oh. Merritt. <laughs> and you should do it. She's the biggest fan of the song. <laughs> So I have a question for you, and I think I know the answer, but you did not go to Belmont, did you? I did not, no. So I feel like this is a big point that shows you don't have to go to Belmont to get a career in music. Is that kind of what they push? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Well, I feel like any college in Nashville pushes, like, for that, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it's kind of just, like, because you have the best professors. You have the best insight into the industry than anyone else has because, like, these professors have worked in the industry or they've been a part of it in some capacity. So they have the knowledge to explain what a lot of us who want to get into it just don't know. I feel like I've been like Belmont's where you go if you want, but I've met so many people that did not go to Belmont that work in the industry. Mm -hmm. I know I went to college in Lafayette, Louisiana and (laughs) I went, they had my last semester, they started a music business uh, class and I took it. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, I'll go and understand it. Uh, And it was interesting, but it was not anything like Belmont kids are getting or, you know, MTSU Mm -hmm. or Lipscomb. But I think for myself, it was just a passion for it. And I knew like Mm -hmm. I had to do something that made me different. And so that's why I had started a blog. I had interviewed artists. I interviewed managers. I just and I had done that to understand their jobs, but I had also done that to network. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, if I'm going to have something in my back pocket, I want to have the knowledge of who everyone is. Right. And that doesn't mean I have to work with them, but I wanted to understand their jobs. I wanted to understand and respect what they did. 
Um, and so, no, I mean, I didn't go, I didn't even go for music business. And that's the thing too. I think at the end of the day, it helps because you have a lot more knowledge than, you know, I'm learning by fire, which mm-hmm. I prefer. Um, but everybody's doing their best. And I think Belmont gives people the tools and MTSU gives, I mean, I have worked with interns who are incredible, who come mm-hmm. from these colleges that are extremely knowledge on the industry. And I wish I probably would have had a little bit of that coming into it. Um, but I don't think this industry is anything that you can learn in a classroom as much as oh, learning no. yeah, literally by fire. Yeah, yeah. I'll be, be I, I went to Belmont and the, I'm glad that I brought that up because I don't want anybody listening to think that if you don't go to Belmont, you're not going to like, no. there's more opportunities, but most of the classes at Belmont is, because there's only so much they can teach you in class. It's mostly internship credits. Absolutely. You're out doing. I've, I've done so good. many internships. It's awesome. And so, I, I don't know. I think either way you go is is good. I just don't want anybody to think they're yeah. limited to just Belmont or MTSU. Mm-hmm. 100%. I don't think there's any right way to get into this industry. I think it if it is a plan that the Lord has for you, you will be in it. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree. Like, there is no right way to do it. Like, if you're going to go to Belmont you're going to be amazing. If you're going to go to MTSU and you're destined for it, you're going to be amazing at it. Like, it's just the thing that everybody has to have at the end of the day is determination and hard work and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And if you have that, Belmont can teach it to you. UL for me taught it to me. Like, and I think college, whatever you study in, like, it's more of just like you stuck with something Mm -hmm. and you believed in it. But I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm not in school for, or I'm not, doing English as yeah. my job. I mean, it helps, but I'm writing social media captions and I'm like, that is not even correct English. <laughs> so like, that's not helpful. But, Fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is not working, but it, it helps to understand sticking with something and having a routine. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned hard work because I'm definitely not one to sit here and say networking is important. That's all you should do. No, no, no. Networking is hella important. No. You have to work hard. Yeah. I mean, Lainey said it, right? If you're going to be a dreamer, you better be a doer. Mm. And it's true. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a sacrifice and it's a lot of hard work, but it's, it's like anything else. If you love your job, whatever you're doing, it is a sacrifice and it is whatever the case may be but you're going to be so glad you're doing it mm-hmm. at the end of the day because it's what you're supposed to be doing. And you'll know. Like, I have done jobs enough to know that, like, if you're not supposed to do that, like, there's a wrestling that you're just kind of like, right. I am wasting my time and I'm wasting the people on the other side's time. Like, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, networking and hard work. Yeah. You know, if you have a passion for something, you're going to figure out a way. Like, yeah. me and you work in different industries yeah. now. And we do this podcast because we were just itching to, to get do, back yeah. into something related to country music or Nashville and... Absolutely. Yeah. So, And you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And you love doing it. And I think that's the thing. If you don't wake up every day excited to do something, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Life is way too short. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Way it too is. short. You know, this is so, like, I just love Lainey so much. I love yeah. her um, realness. Yeah. I hope it never Very goes genuine. away. But I'm absolutely fascinated with this new duo of Lainey and Jelly Roll. Come on now. Okay. I love them. <laughs> I'm like, I never expected it. It's yeah. like the duo you didn't know you needed. Um, right? I love it. How did this happen? I, so they had been friends, of course, like they're on the same label. Okay. Um, love it. But I, it, they had done Save Me because we released it when I was on the team, but they had recorded it before. I, I think this town is small enough, and when you're the same label, and I'd actually, I'm going to sit here and say that they probably, I mean, they definitely met before I joined the team, mm-hmm. uh, but 
my favorite thing right now is kindness is winning. And that is not to say, like, I think everyone is kind, but I think right now people, because social media is so relevant, like people, like you said, like, you love to watch her realness, and I think Jelly's the same way. Mm-hmm. And that is just something that they have in common, If and they each have such different stories. Mm-hmm. But they came together and sang this song, um, which, I mean, we're recording right now. It just went number one, um, which it's is so very good. exciting. Yeah, and it yeah. was a song of his first. Mm-hmm. And... I, it's been really cool to watch her take that song on with him. Uh, and it live, we played Nashville a few weeks ago and he surprised the audience and it was absolutely incredible because that song means so much to so many people for so many different reasons. And that is why these artists become artists Mm -hmm. is to make a song, make people feel something and feel seen. Um, but they're so fun. I love watching their dynamic. It's so funny. (laughs) Um, but he is one of my favorite people. Because he's so genuine and so intentional with his time. Um, And so is she. But together, it's fun to watch on stage because, I mean, they're so different but so similar. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah. Yeah, when he was on the Opry, I was like, what? And then the Mm -hmm. next thing I know, he's performing with Lainey. And I was like, what? I love it. (laughs) Yeah. You can see both of their genuine hearts through the screen. Like, sometimes you can kind of tell that someone's... I don't know. I not. I don't know the right word, but with them, it just shines through. Well, they're, them. they, and I think too, you know, everybody has a different personality. And I think that is something that everyone has to understand for anyone as human beings. But like some people are introverts mm-hmm. and some people are not. Yeah. And so when you're in this industry, like you kind of have to, if you are an introvert, you kind of have to like isolate that for a second. And that's uncomfortable. And some are just really good at being extroverts. And so everyone's personality, I mean, especially like we, you know, you've seen when we worked the Opry, like no one, I love country music because every artist is so grateful to be in this, in this family. And you feel it so much in a room with everyone. But I do believe that everybody is so genuinely good. It's just everybody has like some are more introverted than others Mm -hmm. and that's okay. You know, everybody's just kind of doing their own thing, but they all have the same goal, which is to make people feel something. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I love that. So what would you say is the best advice that you've gotten for your career? For my career? Mm -hmm. I would say uh, show up by yourself. Go to like network. Networking was always like the first, but I would say now is be true this sounds so cheesy, but be true to who you are as a human being because, and always make sure that you're taking care of yourself. I don't think mental health has been more at the forefront than ever than it is now Mm -hmm. because I can't do my job if I'm not taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if I'm not being true to what I believe, then like I'm not being true in my job. And so everyone has pretty much just been like, you know, don't let your job change you. Uh, and that's probably the advice I've always stuck by is just to be sure of who I am as a human being and the right job will fit mm-hmm. who I am as a human. Yeah. And so I think that's probably the advice is like, be true to who you are in the right job. God will let it find you. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I feel like mental health is very prevalent as well. Like even in, in your job, just everybody's yeah. job, right? Some people offer mental health days and all this stuff. And you think, right, I've had these conversations where they're like, well, that never used to exist. And it's like, well, I feel like we've gone through so 
much in our lifetime already. And I'm, I'm only 34. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like nine 11 COVID inflation, yeah. like everything's so expensive and mm-hmm. people are literally living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. no matter how much you make. And sure. it's like so stressful. Right. Yeah. And so I'm just glad that that's a thing now and, yeah. and that we do work in a space. Like you're saying, that's such a family. Yeah. And it's just, it seems so much healthier and kinder. It and is. Lovely. It is. I mean, who's going to ever say that they live through a pandemic? Like, that's a weird <laughs> thing to say yeah. on your fact sheet. Yeah. yeah. Like, cool. <laughs> but yeah, I love, look, I, I've worked in different genres through different artists and there is nothing like country music. Mm. And I really do believe that because not only is the songs and the storytelling incredible and we all love it for that purpose, but the people, yeah. like it's just a different feeling. It's a wholesome environment. It, it makes is. me happy like to hear. Yeah. yeah. It's really, and even the back end, like everyone is trying in the business to support each other. Like it's, it's all very genuine and especially like we're an all girl team. Mm-hmm. So like, the man, like Mandolin, myself, our tour manager is a girl. Uh, and so it's been very fun to kind of like surround ourselves together because it's more empowering than anything else. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Wednesday is sitting by me and I'm like waiting for her to turn my equipment off or something. And I'm like, don't you do anything. Um, Wednesday's my cat, by the way. If you're listening. You said it like everybody was on first name basis. Yeah, your As kid? You no, my cat. Um, so I want to know, can you remember thinking back to being told, well, you got offered the job. So when you called and you were like, yeah, I want to do it. Yeah. Like, how was that moment for you? Because when you posted it, I was like, shut the freak up. <laughs> Me too. I was like, Bailey works <laughs> with Lady Wilson. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I still have those days where I'm like, what I'm is sure happening? You do. Like, freaking, you were just at Graceland. I know. Oh, with my the Christmas gosh. Thing. She looked like a dream. Thank Holy you so much. Cow. Mm-hmm. Thank you. She, she's the best. And that whole experience, I'd never been to Graceland. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I had always, of course, been fascinated with his story, but I didn't, like, mm. know a ton of it. Like, of course, you want to know more, but I don't have time to read books, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But I did watch What's the three-and-a-half-hour <laughs> three movie. Uh, Hell yeah. And it was incredible. And so being there and understanding, because, of course, that movie did teach a lot about mm. his story. Uh, but I have never been in an environment in history. Like, the Opry has a lot of history, and you feel something, and it's incredibly powerful. But to be in someone's home, yeah, yeah. y'all, that is unreal. And it was so crazy because they gave us a tour after we had done some filming stuff. And it was powerful. And the coolest eerie feeling ever because it is, it's his home. Mm -hmm. And they had like all of Lisa Marie's presents out that she had gotten, like, because it was set up for Christmas. Oh, gosh. And so. That's like a little chilling. It it was, I mean, because it. Also, like, that didn't happen very long ago. And so, like, to see their old family videos and and things playing for Christmas. Yeah. But that whole experience was so good. And that whole... uh, Did y'all watch the whole show? I haven't been able to yet. I've seen clips. Okay. But Lana Del Rey. Oh, my goodness gracious. (laughs) And Casey, all of everybody. I saw on Casey's story. I was like, oh, my God. When are you not looking flawless <laughs> so beautiful i know and like her performance the whole thing like i love christmas specials i mm-hmm. love christmas mm-hmm. i'm a girl i love christmas <laughs> like i am basic but i 
that was like a, a show because I think there was also this fascination with his family, like this, his history. And it's the first time that they had ever done live music broadcast from Graceland. Oh, wow. Oh, I did not know so that. So it was like wow. a history situation. Like they had, they had made history that night. And wow. It was very cool. Yeah, it's wild. Um, That's really crazy. Sorry to interrupt you. No, that go is for it. so crazy that they did that and he never broadcasted out of his home. Well, I don't know if it's. That was, it was like the first time that live music has been broadcast from Graceland. So I don't know. Well, isn't it funny though, that like other artists are in an artist's home and that's like the first mm-hmm. time. I don't know. I find that like very yeah. interesting. I don't know if he'd ever done it. I don't think he did. I don't think, I don't know. I don't want to speak I just think to it's this. Cool. I'm like, don't fact check no, me. No, 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 I'm no. not going to fact check you. I just think it's <laughs> His cool. granddaughter was there too, right? Well, so she, yes. So she is, was an executive producer on it. Oh, Neat. Okay. And I love that for her because it was cool to watch. Because mm. there were so many different... I mean, post, mm, yes. he jumped in the pool after. Yeah. Like, if you watch... Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler. And looked so cool. I just love him. But they picked so many different type of artists. To, yeah. But I think... I read something. I think someone commented this, and I agree with it. Like, they... It was so intentional because Elvis didn't... He wasn't in a box. Mm-hmm. He was also in so many different genres. And so... They represented that through. That's a cool. Right. That is a cool I got way chills to from think that. about it's that. Like, yeah. Go watch it. It's so good. I watched it the next morning because, I mean, I did not have time to watch that night. But, yeah. Yeah, it I'll have to special. watch it tonight. Very, very special. My, my parents are going out to a bourbon. My parents are way cooler than me. They're <laughs> going what are they a, doing? They're going to a bourbon and bubbles thing at Marathon Music Works tonight. I like tonight. that they're in town and that <laughs> <laughs> they found the cool thing to do and I live here and I'm like, I'm going to go home. Not like, only that, but, like... <laughs> They're going to listen to this and think, but it's my birthday on Monday. (laughs) Yes, it is. And so it's like, they came up sure to see me, but they they came up for birthday They were like, we're celebrating that we birthed you. (laughs) Have fun. Honestly, they deserve it. Now that I'm a mom, I'm like, God, I I deserve a party on Billy's birthday every day. (laughs) You should. You should have like an after party. Like have the birthday party and then you have an after party where you get crunk. That's right. That's right. Yeah. What was your question before we talked about Graceland and I oh, went on? Um, no, I, I loved that. Um, my question was taking, like, remembering back to when you oh, yeah. accept the position. Yeah. How was that? How, how did your mom react? How oh, did my gosh. React? My mom has been always proud, but I don't think she's ever been more proud. Dude, Laura is, <laughs> she is your biggest fan oh on my there. Gosh. On her Facebook? Yeah. First of all, mom, <laughs> if you're listening to this, please learn how to not screenshot and <laughs> yeah. just save the photo. We've gone over this so many times, but working in digital, I'm like, oh, anyway, it's fine. (laughs) What? The face. My mom, instead of sending a link. Yeah, of course. She screenshotted it. And so she expected us to type in this whole like. Do you know you can copy and paste from a picture now? What? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, Rita's thing. gonna listen to this and be like, okay. "Yeah, I, I knew that the whole she, time." Sorry, I'm just defending mom. Mom <laughs> knew this. Uh, no, you can now do that. I'll show you. It's fascinating. Okay. Anyway, yeah, mom's very proud. Yeah. I, I'll never forget that weekend. So I had traveled down to Baton Rouge to see Parker play. Okay. And Josh and I, fiance, drove down there mm-hmm. because he was off. And when he's off of the road. We try to do fun things because life is coming at us so quick and we never, it's like ships passing in the night. And so my best friend lives out there. And so we were like, okay, we'll go to the Parker show. It's fun, whatever. And I decided on that drive that I was going to do it. And I loved where I was at so much. Like I was, I was good. 
Uh, I loved who I worked with, uh, and I enjoyed the artist, and I knew that I was good at it. And that's something, like, not to sound like an ego, but, like, I understood it. I had worked in it for eight years. Like, I knew what I brought to the table. But I also knew it was time for a challenge, and I knew it was time to learn something. And if I was going to learn something and be in management, I wanted it to be with the right person because it is like, a you know, it's like a marriage a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, you are helping this person achieve their dreams and you want to make sure that you believe in that dream too. And so there's nobody I believed in more than what she was doing. And so I knew my answer, I knew my answer quick, but I also, you know, I wanted to be respectful of the chance that I was given Mm -hmm. prior. And so I was so excited and I am a chronic people pleaser. And the other half of me, <laughs> the other half of me was like, I'm going to let so many people down. Oh my goodness gracious. What am I going to mm. do? I, I was crying tears of joy. I was crying tears of like fear, I guess. Cause I mean, on the Enneagram, I'm a Guilt. six. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was, you know, I had so many different emotions, but like the forefront was so excited because mm. it was such an honor to be even, I don't know, thought about for that role. Mm. Because they had built such an incredible career already for her. And they, like, Mandolin, her manager, and her, like, they are the best. And they are incredible at what they do. And so to be given that kind of, like, affirmation or that, I don't know, like, that stamp of, hey, we trust you. Like, come and do this with us. I, I think I was more just, like, overwhelmed with gratitude and excited. Like, I... It's kind of like getting engaged. I was kind of shocked. Yeah. Like I kind of was like, what is happening? But I knew my answer quick. But I wanted, you know, I wanted everyone to know that like there was appreciation around Mm -hmm. everything that I had done. So, um, but then I called and I was like, I'm doing this. And I still have moments that I'm like, how in the world am I here? Like in the coolest Like, I am so grateful. And I say this to them all the time. Like, I'm so grateful that you guys allowed me to be a part of this story. Because as a friend, I was cheering from the background no matter what. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, every time she'd win something, I'd be like, okay, yeah. Like, you just, you love someone from afar. But to then be trusted to be Mm -hmm. a part of that story is an honor. Yeah. You know? And so I, I live very grateful every day. And it is, I, I will never forget the day that I, like, started full-time was the day after the CMT awards. She had won uh, probably a few. A lot, yeah. Yeah. And then Heart Like a Truck had gone number one, so we were celebrating that. And then my uh, sixth month, what had happened? I think I'm trying to, like, there everything, like, my monumental, like, the like the first day, the mm-hmm. six months, there was always, like, a big, I think, watermelon moonshine had gone number one. Oh, man. And so it was like, okay. We're doing it. And everyone laughs because they're like, you joined a rocket ship. Mm. You know, like you didn't join something that was just sailing. And that's because they had done such an incredible job. Again, going back to being grateful that I am on the rocket ship. Yeah. Because I am learning. Boy, what a rocket ship. What a rocket ship. (laughs) And it's so fun to watch because I truly believe no one deserves it more. Because well spoken. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Seriously, you speak so eloquently. I'm like, wow, Bailey. You know, you have to talk to a lot of people all the time. So <laughs> I love it. You're very good. Thanks. 
Um, so, okay. So this is something that I wanted to clarify, not only for myself, but the listeners. So you're a day-to-day yeah. manager. So yes. what is your like daily, like, can yeah. you walk us through what that is? If I knew I'd like every day, every day is so different. So mm-hmm. that could be things from, I oversee her calendar. So let's say we have interview requests coming in. I'm finding time for that. We have so many interview requests. So just like <laughs> understanding how to, you know, lay out her calendar where she is able to be present and out of the, like all these things, give her some, like, I'm very in charge of the calendar as a whole. Okay. Um, so I do that. I help. So like on CMA day, I'm kind of making sure that everything is booked. Everything's good to go. And kind of structuring her day for something like that, making sure, you know, she has what she needs from glam to wardrobe to all the, all the different things, uh, making sure the band has what they need for that kind of award show, live TV shows. Um, and then it kind of just always varies, like helping, you know, plan song writing days. Like I work with her publisher on that. Um, so like who is, you know, making sure her calendar has that in there and then dealing with like the social media. So it's been very interesting to be on the other side because I always did with day to days on the digital front. Mm-hmm. So now I'm on the other side. So I've come to appreciate our digital girl 10 times more mm. because our digital is like so busy and she's very good at keeping up. But, you know, we have 5,000 things going on. And so I help kind of keep track of that. I help with brand partnerships. Um, yeah, so I kind of just do, I always say I'm the operations of her daily life and mandolin is like the longevity. She, I mean, she does all of it. Like she's just incredible. Like she is, can I say badass? Yeah. Hell yeah Amazing. Okay. <laughs> she's, I'm like, I don't know. You're going to beat me. No. She's a badass. And so she oversees all of it. And then she, I just help her make sure that all the details get done. Cool. Um, and that Lainey knows what's going on because there's so much going on, I but she's on her, she's on her. Shit. Yeah. She knows she's hey. really good. And she's like the dream working with artists with digital because man, she's so good at it. And when you ask her for something, she gives it to you. And that's the dream. I love that. That seems simple, <laughs> but it's the dream. It is the dream. <laughs> <laughs> so day to day are you always with her or no so i depending on the situation so when she's on the road her tour manager pretty much has all of that covered and she's also a badass and so she kind of handles all the things on the road making sure she's where she's supposed to be but like let's say you know somebody needs to interview her and it's happening while she's on the road i work with the tour manager to make sure i'm at the right time and making sure we all work as a unit uh, but I am with her if we're doing something in town. I do travel for certain shows if I want to go. I went on the road a lot when I first started because I really wanted to understand the road and I wanted to understand the mindset that was going into it because I didn't want to be in Nashville while she was somewhere else and planning something and being like not understanding, you know, what was happening on the road to make sure I planned correctly, mm-hmm. I guess, if that makes sense. Um, but... I'm with her if we're doing interviews in town, if we're at the Opry, if we're doing a radio show. I'm kind of helping facilitate all of that with her. And then, yeah, I mean, traveling to big stuff. So, like, we have NFR, National Finals Rodeo, coming up in Vegas. So I'll go out there for that because we have a lot of stuff going on. Um, But everybody is so good at their job. So everybody, we just, we're a team that trusts everyone in their lane, which is kind of really cool. 
And you're talking about how many different jobs there are yeah. in the beginning of this. I mean, just managers alone. You think about how many different managers oh, yeah. there are. Production managers, tour managers, managers, day-to-day managers. Business managers. <laughs> Business managers. Yeah. Finance managers. Stage it. managers. It's wild. It's wild. And that's the thing, too, right? Like, you asked me what I would tell someone is, like, try it all. Yeah. Like, really, honestly, I swear to you, I think I've had more jobs than anyone in my friend group. Because it's just, like... If I was going to work in it, I wanted to love it and I wanted to be good at it and understand it. And honestly, every job I've had prepared me to be the manager because mm-hmm. I worked in radio. So now I understand radio stats and then I worked in digital. So I understand brand partnership and marketing. So it's like wherever, again, you're supposed to end up, you will. But like every job, just say yes. Yeah. Just say yes and then say no if real quick if you don't like it. But like the opportunities and the experiences, they're un- like they're replaceable. Mm-hmm. They're only going to make you more valuable. Yeah, I think Whitney and I are both a lot like that too. Yeah, we and went like, through. We we went down the run through of everything that we've had experience. In, yeah, it's like it may seem wild to other people. Like if you know what you want to do, just go for that. But I think it's important to try out different mm-hmm. different stuff. I do too. I'm very inquisitive about how what it takes for somebody else to do their job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that when I'm in another job, I have more respect for their job. 100. percent And I think so many more people should be like that. Yeah. For yeah. sure. So, but. Yeah, so how how is it with Josh on the road all the time? Oh, well, depends on my day when you ask me that. Today I'm like, are you going to have a wedding? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Great question. All of a sudden I'm just going to be back and be like, married. My mom would kill me. Yeah, you had to fit it in your day. <laughs> yeah, really. Like on Master Tour, here is it, like here's the open day. Um, it's, you know, it's been a learning season because when we first started dating, he was not on the road. Like he, I was freelance. And he was in a duo. So, like, we kind of could travel as a unit. And then I got a job being a lot busier in digital. And then, of course, this job is a lot, a lot busier. And so with him on the road, it's kind of like I come – this goes deep. But, like, I come from a divorced family, and I always never had – like, I understood communication in a very different way. Mm -hmm. And so – when I start dating someone, I very much am an over-communicator because I had not that experience as much as some. And so that has honestly been a blessing because that is the key to... Because it's pretty much like being in a long-distance relationship every weekend mm-hmm. uh, from Thursday to Sunday. And <laughs> it's just kind of like you have to understand how to how to communicate and how to make things important. Uh, and my word this year was intentional because... You have to do that. So it's been interesting. It's been great, though. Like, I love being able to relate to each other because they're, it's a different, like I said, it's a different language. And so I, he is so supportive of what I do and I'm so supportive of what he does. So it's kind of like we come together and have something cool to talk about. Yeah. Um, but as far as when we're planning a wedding, I have absolutely no idea. This is for everyone who keeps asking me. <laughs> Um, when we're getting married, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. To, I just you know, don't know. I'm going to live in this determined. season. Yeah. I'm going to just live in this season and look for the open date. You should. I don't care I've, at this point. I care about my engagement. I do not care about, I don't care about planning. I want to live in the season with him on it. And like, we're in such a cool space in our lives where I watch, I'm watching his dreams come true. Yeah. I love that. And I am watching my dreams come true. And so that's what should come first. And then like when the time is right, it'll happen. But that's the thing is like, I know life is short. Everyone says that, but we also have so much life. There's so much life. Mm -hmm. And when I was engaged, I felt 
not pressure necessarily, but I just wanted to get there to yeah. the next yeah. step. And I wish I would have relished in the moment yeah. more of like being a fiance and doing That's, the whole thing. It does not help when people ask you when your wedding is all the time though. So uh, I mean, <laughs> tell me, I mean, What's you the know What's this, the I don't know. I feel like that it's, that question prepares you for when are you going to have kids? Like it's Girl, just, it's the next one yeah, on your wedding day. People will be like, all right, you got married. Yeah, so we like kids. I'm not even kidding. It happened at my wedding. Of course it will. Like that's just, I feel like that patience that that question teaches you just rolls over into the kid question. But yeah, I have no idea. I'm yeah. like, I, I was never the girl. This sounds so terrible, but like, I was never the girl who like dreamed about a wedding. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, I'm going to be a mom. I was like, I'm going to have a career. Mm-hmm. And that was okay. And that was very different from where I'm from. Uh, cause a lot, yeah. I mean, you, I was just thinking like Southern culture is you get out of high school and you get married and you have kids. And so many of my friends beautifully have done that with their lives. And I love it because I don't have siblings. I'm an only. And so I've learned to be very independent, which is also very helpful in our lifestyle because I'm okay with being by myself. I'm still learning to do the whole, like going sit at a bar and drink by yourself. Yeah. Cause like people get creepy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and i'm not cool with that but if i have a laptop and an airpod i'm like that's fine but if i'm just like sitting there it just sometimes gets weird but i'm trying to be more comfortable with it because people have cool stories to tell at a bar mm, you never know who's gonna sit next to you especially in the city in this city you just never know who's who yeah i yeah. when i worked at fleet street y'all this guy came in he was interesting uh but i let him talk and it turns out that he had toured with keith urban for like See? years oh, wow. and i was like okay the stories yeah <laughs> yeah that's fun. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm like starting to like Pinterest some things, but. No, girl, don't. I, and I'll do all your wedding signage for a wedding. Oh my God, gift, thanks. So don't even worry about it. <laughs> thanks. One less thing for you to think well, about. And it's funny because that is the first piece of advice is everyone just says like live in it. But the other one that a sweet friend of mine told me the other day when I got engaged, she was like, let people love on you. Yeah. She was like, because you're not a person who wants to like. You're just like, you don't have to buy that. Like, you don't have to do that for us. She's like, but like, receive it. Like, Mm -hmm. just receive the love people give and like the insight and the wisdom people are going to give you in this season because like, that's also something you can't get back. So just like, let that happen. And I'd never heard that. And so that was nice. That is nice. Yeah. That's a good one. So now I'm just like, not going to tell you like, no, you don't have to do that. I'm like, I receive it, Liz. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Girl, receive it. (laughs) (laughs) I receive it. It's mine. (laughs) Yeah. So I did a funny thing when I was preparing for this amazing interview. I Googled, okay? Okay. And I was like, I found this thing, five tips on being a manager for an artist, right? Oh, goodness. So I just want your opinion. Maybe I don't need these. Let's go. I want your opinion because actually they're not bad. Oh, okay. So first, be friendly, not friends. Well, that just seems so like opposite of my whole story. (laughs) Well, I love that y'all are friends. Yeah. I think that with like in my position... I got close enough, but I can't be friends Mm. with them. Um, And I feel like some people could make it work. But then I feel like some people can't make it work because my problem is that I wouldn't want to accept money. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I feel like that gets awkward. But then if you know that if you can come compartmentalize yeah. like now I'm in a space where I'm older and I can compartmentalize this is business because I work with Tyler right yes I know that love in this <laughs> position he's my boss of course and then in this position yeah. we're like really good friends yeah so if you can compartmentalize that has been right? my like word lately is like I can compartmentalize a lot of things in my life because you have to <laughs> adulting mm-hmm. but I don't okay so 
I understand where that tip would come from, but I'll tell you, like, I think I will trust a friend more than a friendly. And if I'm going to help someone in their day-to-day life, I want them to trust me as a human being. That's good. You know, so like, I would rather be looked at as a friend because you know that your friends are always going to look out for you. Mm -hmm. And that is my job is to make sure I'm looking out for a human being. Mm -hmm. And so one, I was already friends. So that debunks this whole thing. But I think at the end of the day, like I am watching, especially country music, like it's a family, like it's not true. Your typical industry standard in my head. Like, of course there are standards that are very high up, but like, and understanding them are as important, but it's a family. Mm-hmm. And your team is your family. You are literally talking to them more than you talk to your parents, more than you talk to your siblings, your friends. So, like, there has to be an angle of trust there to make it like that. And so right. I think that that only happens if you're friends. Because if I'm just friendly to someone, then, like, are you, that's awesome. But are yeah. you going to trust me? Like, right. are you going to trust right. my insight? Are you going to trust me with, you know, whatever is happening that day? Probably not as much if, if I'm your friend. Yeah. And I feel like you're professional enough to know that work is work yeah and then friends is friends right like i think that's where this one is debunked is like if you don't know how to be professional sure then yeah maybe you shouldn't work yeah maybe not but like at the end of the day too like i don't know i got i feel like a lot of people right now are hiring their friends as their their close circle but i think that's trust right it's a trust thing because now you can't trust anybody you can't trust anyone and you don't know what people's motives are and you don't know if they don't know you and your heart then yeah. they're not going to fight for you mm-hmm. in your heart. Yeah. And no, that's a great point. So we just live in a different time. We I do. Think. Yeah. When did, when this is written? 1940? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay, cool. I don't know. I didn't, don't With tell Google Whitney, or, but did I didn't Google? cite my source. <laughs> cite them sources. <laughs> she gets so mad at me. 1846 <laughs> is when this came about. She I'm gets mad like at me. I'm so scared. My like, English brain also, my English major brain is like, Go look it up. Hurry. She takes care well, you of know, me. Crime Junkie, could, the podcast. Yeah. They've gotten in trouble before for like not having their sources together. Well, so I'm freaking <laughs> citing our sources. All okay? right. All right. All right. Well, source. Source. Source Google. Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second one. Now I feel like all these don't work. Um, the second one is lower your expectations. Managing your clients' expectations can be tough. It's so easy to tell them what they want to hear, but good clients. Uh, the clients that you want will know when you're telling them the truth and will learn to value your honesty and reliability. I think that goes back to number one, right? Like if you're going to trust my like outlook on anything, that's because we're probably, you trust me as a human, which makes us friends. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's lowering expectations as much as just like being honest and being like, Hey, again, it goes back to everyone trusting everyone in their lane, right? Like I will never step on someone else's job because I understand that their insight is going to be a heck of a lot more knowledgeable than mine. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's not lowering expectations as much as like trusting everyone to do their job in their lane. And like everyone, if they are doing their job to the best of their ability, which everyone usually is, the success at the end of the day is going to be there. So I don't know if it's lowering expectations as much as, yeah, you know, just like being honest, being honest, yeah, which shouldn't be hard. Um, don't ask for the spotlight. I mean, I don't, I think that when you decide to work behind the scenes, like that's kind of in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of in there. (laughs) I mean, you know, that comes with its own because people do associate you like with that artist. And so that's awesome. And it's an honor to be associated with a team that is led by a really 
good human, but I don't, I don't think it's like, put me on your Instagram story. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, no, I'm good. Do you feel like you have to be careful? Oh, a yeah. lot, even though honestly, you're a very good person. Like you don't do anything yeah. stupid anyway, but I feel like if, yeah, if I was in your position, I would second guess a lot of my choices. I mean, do you feel that way? I, I think I probably would tell you, I very much pay attention. I pay attention to who's asking me questions. I pay attention to things just because mm. I, I, I am my, one of my jobs is to protect someone's peace. And so my job is to do that. And so sometimes like I have to, you know, my life and the way that I talk or anything like that, like I want that to be a reflection of the important position I was given. Yeah. Um, but yeah, of course, like anything else, I mean, but I will say this too. Like I was already somebody who watched everything. Like I don't, I that don't, is true. You were, I don't really talk about much on my socials besides no. the Lord. Like I'm a Christian. I love that. Like I'm a Christian. Like you're <laughs> not going to ever get me not to talk about that. But like I, I don't care to. I love talking to people about their different beliefs. I enjoy, you know. But you're not. I'm not here to judge. And so, I think right now social media can become a place like that. And so I've always avoided that, regardless, because I'd rather have a conversation like this mm-hmm. than post something and you're like, oh, well, she. And it's like, well, no, no, I don't actually believe that. But there wasn't enough context there. So. I've always already been like that, so it's helped. But, of course, like, I think the way you present yourself, that's anywhere, though. Like, right? That's any job. Yeah. Yeah. Even um, because you and I, Whitney, have our joint social media account, I'm very careful as to what I put in there. Because I don't want to, You always ask me. Yeah, I always ask you. We posted something super innocent. I won't go into it. But (laughs) we got attacked. And I'm like, these people are ruthless, bro. It doesn't matter what job you have. Everyone's going to find... If somebody wants to go after you, they're going to go after you. You could say, like, I like salad. And they'd be like, (gasps) well, do you eat organic? Right. I'm like, no. I live in this time. Inflation. It's nuts. I used to have a key ring that said, don't read the comments. Mm. And... I've been attacked on social media with my music. That lady that we've talked about on here yeah, when I was singing TikTok. a song. And- oh yeah, man, it's brutal. And working in that aspect of it for other artists, like I was already an empath. I oh. can't imagine what they. I I couldn't be famous. It's hard. Yeah, I and can't. like that's why nobody signed up to be when they signed up to be an artist. They did not sign up to be like to verbally abused online. Or like make many music videos, right? Like or like. It's a beautiful thing. Like, I am going to be the first person to fight for why you should use social media. But I also completely understand, like, I would sit down with artists and be like, you did not sign up for this. That is why my job is here, because I want to take what you're passionate about and bring it to the world. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, people people are just mean. They're so mean. People are just mean. And they, for some reason, feel entitled because they see you on stage. And it's like, these are human beings. Yeah. They all have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. You have a story to tell. Your envy showing your greediness is showing, whatever that might be, but, like, that's not fair. Yeah. It's Harry, not fair to anyone. Harry Styles once said, and he was crying during it. Oh, <laughs> don't man. make me cry, Whitney. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was saying that you can get 10,000 good comments and you can get one bad one. Oh, yeah. You're still going to focus on that one. One bad right. one. That's because it hurts. Like, yeah. you know, it's well, they like, know you. Dude. Yeah. And I'm just out here trying to live my dream. And if you don't like my music, just scroll on by. Okay? Right. Like, why you got to tell me? Hello. Yeah, Goodbye. that's rude. <laughs> Yeah, it's so stupid. Dang. It's so ridiculous. I'm like, just keep on scrolling. There's a lot more videos to see. Well, the next one is avoid gossip, which is basically what we just talked yeah. about. Like, be mindful of well, your 
choices. And put yourself in other people's shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, again, like you just said, imagine being an artist. Not easy, right? Like, imagine being in anyone's shoes. Like, there's always a story to be told. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if there is something that someone is saying in a room, there's probably a reason that that either person is talking or acted a certain way. And it's, we're human beings. And I again, that goes back to, like, everyone just be kind. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. It's not hard. But um, for some reason, apparently, sometimes it can be. But, yeah, avoid gossip because everybody is going through their own crap. Yeah. Like, goodness gracious, and especially when the world is watching. Mm. I know. You can't You can't ever have a cheat day, whether that's like an emotional cheat mm-hmm. day, no. a mental cheat day, a food cheat day, whatever, because everyone will just pick but apart your choice. Do you feel like that as for artists as well? But, like, I, do you feel like that on your own life? Because I, of social media in some aspects? Some, yeah, some yeah. aspects, for sure. Right? Like, like, even if I post stuff about Billy, right, you shouldn't be doing that with her. Why would you give her that? Right. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da. And it's just, like, I am the mom. <laughs> <laughs> she like, can come out of me. Like, she's like a good kid. I, she can she have chocolate is, at I just, 5 p.m. I'm okay. not going to go up to everybody and be like, hiya. That's just what I'm going to do every day. Yeah, yeah. She's just so happy. Billy is happy. So, like, Hi. here's the thing. Your kid's beautiful. You're doing a great job. Thanks, But dude. no one, but again, people are just going to judge from the one story you put up. And it's like, well, you don't know my life. And that's, no. I think working in socials gave me a lot more perspective on that. Yeah. Because I'd read comments and I'm like, oh, yeah. No, I'm glad no one else is on socials just because. I could never make it famous. The two people that attacked us on our social media, <laughs> I blocked them. <laughs> like that day. <laughs> See, and I've gotten asked advice like. Like, I, know, I, you, I didn't ask you because one was a friend. I'm like, I'm not even gonna ask. That way, that way, you can just blame it on me. Yeah, right. But yeah, that's like, what a manager is for. Deleted. You're the artist. She's the manager. It happens. <laughs> I did actually manage her social media she for a little bit. Yeah, and it was yeah. it's gorgeous. Look it at that. I, I still need to do some stuff. I promised you I would still do stuff, and then I got busy. But I do that's need okay. to still do stuff. Life. Um, on this one, can I? So. If you think about it, there's that saying, loose lips sink ships. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you're on this ship and you are got your loose lips going, <laughs> you're sinking your own ship. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? You're sinking your ship and all the Everybody ships else around you. Yeah. We are the Titanic. You're shipping the fleet, bro. The fleet, <laughs> <Okay>. bro. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. I, I like to float. Sink in the yeah. I like to sink go on a fleet. cruise and float. Yeah. I don't want to sink. Yeah. It's rude. <laughs> there's like sharks and shit. Yeah. <gasps> okay, but I love sharks. Oh, and that's the social media. Wow, look at that. This social is media beautiful. is the ocean. <laughs> social media is the ocean, and then there's sharks. And then I'm, there's me. I'm like, oh, but sharks are cool. Sharks are cool. They're when really they cool. like mind the business. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch The Shallows? I don't know. With Blake Lively? Oh, yes, 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 yes. First of all, girl yes, crush 24 7. Like, just sure. love her so much. But, like, I researched so much. This is so off topic. I researched so much. I researched so much about sharks after that movie. And she taught me so much. About like that they're not actually mean, but like if you're gonna look like a seal, yeah, they'll want to eat you. They're gonna eat you. But hey, if, if you it don't looks look like a donut, I'm gonna want to eat it. Right. So here's the thing, y'all. It's our fault. <laughs> yeah, don't be out there looking don't like seals. Seal. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have a choice. I get it. You're like flailing around because you might, you know, something's wrong. But like, I just I don't want to swim with a shark though. Have you swam with a shark? No, I have not. Have you? Not that I know of, unless he was just That's true. Out. That is true. I was in Hawaii when I was in high school, and Dad um, took us night swimming. Oh, my gosh. I well, think I'd have a panic attack. I, I thought it was fun. <laughs> I 
didn't realize it was Were dangerous. there any fish just hopping in like a circle around No, but anything? the beach was closed the next day because sharks were oh. there at night. So maybe technically I did. I've only scuba. Yeah, see, mm, I've only went scubaing once. And that was, <laughs> and that was a time. Because I was like, there's not enough gear to look behind me too. Like yeah, I'm you looking need mirrors. <laughs> like, like I need a whole car. Because like what's behind me and is my feet kick like it's just no. But I love the ocean. That's so fascinating. What? I'm not really scared of the ocean at all. <sighs> Jeff doesn't like it. No. Really. I mean he loves the beach, but he can only swim so when far. When I was little, I was more of a daredevil than I am now. Oh me too. Oh this goes back to the roller coasters at Dollywood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I was don't. like, I don't know. They're like, it's the kid one. Like the man who was leading us. And I was like, that don't look very kid like, but okay. Yeah. And I think I watched too many TikToks about like things that could go wrong and people yeah. like flying off. And I watched Final Destination. That doesn't help. And Again, as a kid, like, I love to ride horses. Like, that's one of my favorite things to do. But, like, as an adult, you start to realize, like, if I fall off, I might hurt myself and not be able to walk. Yeah. As a kid, I don't know. Yeah. I've got arthritis now. Like, I want to be able to walk tomorrow. Right. You know? (laughs) This is where, like, childlike innocence really does come in. Like, at 30, I turned 30, and I was like, where is it? Where is the childlike innocence? Yeah. Yeah. No. She gone. She gone. She gone. I'm with you about roller coasters. And if my boss listens to this episode, he will love it because he laughs at my fear for roller coasters all the time. Good for, I love that journey for you. (laughs) I love, I loved it when it was done. Like I was like, I did it. And then I did another one, and then they're like, "Do you want to go on the what is it? Have you?" Buy- There's like a tornado one. That there was is that. It's the like- fire engine one. Is the kids one that <gasps> they made me go on? One. No, stop it! Wait, <laughs> it's terrifying. I don't think I went on a fire engine one. I went on one that was like a firefly, which like your feet hang hung hang hung. Wow, I was an English oh, they major. Have one of those now. <laughs> Yeah, then you DJ it. I did. I taught Shakespeare. They didn't. I want to apologize now because my grammar's awful. So that's fine. If I've said anything, but I. <laughs> just said hang hung i don't know um they hung they hung down right? and that was fine but like your feet are hanging and you're swinging and i'm like what if a person's like shack style like what if they're like yeah, really their tall legs get cut off okay that's what i'm saying i was out of six flags like a week after that happened to a girl see see mm-hmm. you are just proving our point on this side of the table <laughs> but i did it okay because it was the week before the cmas and i was like you know what we are going in this swinging literally <laughs> And I did it. I did two. And then they were like, do you want to go on the big one? And I was like, I will hold everyone's coat. Yeah, like, and please I will don't make me go on it. just video. And it was great. Just give me a funnel cake. Sit me on a bench. I <laughs> uh, will, people, yes. watch and hold your step while you but, go. Yeah. Oh I did love Dollywood. Well, Dollywood's a great place to be. She's got a lot of good food. I'm like, the cinnamon thinking, bread. I, oh, is it good? Oh, I did see. Also, they kept advertising that and like the frozen chocolate bananas. Oh, mm, gosh. But that sounds good. Dolly knows how to do went, it. Yeah, I know, but we didn't have, I don't think we ate. Nope, we did not. We went to Bucky's after. <gasps> Bucky's we is a good time. Bucky's is the best time. <laughs> I want to be sponsored by Bucky's. <laughs> Put I'm it out there. Kidding. Manifest. Yeah. Okay. Bucky's. They're in. Season one, I said I wanted to be sponsored by Alani New Drinks. So okay, well, your time. Um, if we can be sponsored by Alani and Bucky's, what a good combo! A little, um, I love this convenience store sponsorship. Hell yeah! Are you kidding? That sounds like such a delightful That's, place to be. That seems like that could always show up for you. Yeah. Like there's yeah. some, you know, that like I can't find that everywhere. But like you can always find a Bucky's these days. We're like 
We're like your spiritual convenience store. Look, I if love you that. Need something, you should put merch like here this. For you. I should. You should. I can make it. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I've seen. You can do these things. I can. But anyway, what's your Bucky's go to? Now I'm being sidetracked again. Um, I love a pulled pork. I mean, you can't yeah. go wrong. I've Their brisket's a little salty. It's a little too much. Do you do the chopped brisket? I do. And I bought the barbecue sauce and the brisket rub, and now I can make my own Bucky's mm. brisket in the crock pot because my friend Samantha <sighs> in Florida, shout out Sam. She taught me how to do that. <laughs> Go Sam, because I just like don't ever, I would have never thought like make your own. Like, I guess because I'm always so excited to go, it's the experience. It's kind of like, this is the Gilmore Girls way. You're going to know when mm. they're like talking about having a Starbucks in your house. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I don't want a Starbucks in my house. It's about going to the Starbucks. Yes, for sure. What about you? Well, my I love the the chips. Oh like my gosh. The... Yes, and the brown paper bag. Mm-hmm. 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 Those things are so I was good. just about to say... My favorite part of Bucky's is those bathrooms. Oh, oh the bathrooms, yeah. Very nice. Dude, touring, you appreciate a clean bathroom. Mm-hmm. I bet you do. Ooh. Yeah, man, because, like, the things that people think, like, it's an incredible job. It's so fun. You get to somewhat see the world sometimes, depending on the show day. But, like, you never know where you're going to use the bathroom that day. Mm-hmm. So, like, if there's Bucky's, you know everyone's staying in the bar, going to the Bucky's. Yes. Yeah. I hate when you go in a restroom and everything is wet. Oh, yeah, I know. It's like, what what was in here? Did a dog shake off? Like, what happened in here? Someone did. Dane Cook has, like, a comedy special where he's talking about going in a public restroom. He's like, everything is wet. Yeah, I think that's where I stole that from. Somebody kicked down the door. Oh, gosh. (laughs) No, I actually, like, I have, like, a fear of using public restrooms. Fact. Well, Bucky's is a good one to let it go. I get. Thank you. Let it go. That was was so beautiful. (laughs) If they could have just seen us stare at each other. That was very good. That was a connection. It was. Yeah. Um, the last one is don't cut your fees. I have no idea what that means. I think it's just knowing your worth. Like oh, okay. knowing yeah. what your fees should be. Okay. When I like read that, I was like, I, I, uh, I don't really have anything to do with that. But yes, I do agree with that. Like understand your worth. Because I always, even when I was more so freelancing, like I hate the money conversation. Because I'm just somebody who has always, I was like, I'll do it free for free. Mm -hmm. Just because I loved it and I wanted the experience. And this town runs on a lot of times like. You do have to kind of do some things for free. You do. And here's the thing. It's such a payoff. Like it really, I do believe that. Like know your worth while also understanding like show your value. Mm -hmm. And so those kind of can be both and. But yeah. I mean, your worth is why people are going to hire you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that and just always being nice. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I did see this is off topic, but you were talking about touring. Didn't y'all go to Red Rocks? We did go to Red Rocks. Oh Let's gosh, talk about it. Yeah, that's the one place I've always wanted to go. Same. So I had gone previously on a bachelorette trip, and but we like just hiked it, which like that's awesome <laughs> and stuff. But like, no. Don't mm-hmm. take me hiking. Either one of you ever. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I loved it for what it was, but like the whole group was hikers, and I was like, y'all, okay. And I was, I'd rather be put on a roller coaster. <laughs> and those, the Red Rock stairs, me too, because it felt like a roller coaster. But yes, we played September, and it was magical. Like it looked magical just you, from social media. Yeah, you you hear stories like I've seen the Zach Bryan in the snow magical i've seen like i one of the people i always wanted to see there was lauren daigle just because i can't Mm. imagine a worse obsession in that like environment you know like just one with nature and just like around his creation i don't know that would just be incredible 
she killed it. Like she was on fire. It was such a cool show. People traveled in from everywhere. Cause that's something too, is like that venue so iconic that people travel in for it. Um, mm-hmm. and it was sold to the brim and it was just, she lived her best life. I love Denver. And at night yeah, with the stars just... and the lights and all it, that. Oh it, my God. It is crazy. And like, that's a spiritual it's, thing. Again, imagine if you were at like a worship chef, like it would just yeah. feel incredibly healing. I don't know why I would say that, but like it just, mm-hmm. no, even I watching, think it would. even watching her like, and everyone's faces are so clear because there's not a lot of spotlight. So it's mm. like you get to see people's excitement. Um, cool. And it was. It was very cool. Um, she played a new song that night, which everyone freaked out. So we, like, decided that that day of, like, we're going to do this. Love that. And That's so, cool. yeah, you got to make something, you know, pop out a little bit because we live streamed it. Well, she has these two Stanleys out right Oh, now. my God. I can't get one to save <laughs> my life. What's so funny that so again being a part of my job is like marketing all of that good stuff well you do it too well okay i would love to get <laughs> i don't think i have to do any marketing it's just like her name on anything mm-hmm. right now that's is, so true it's just but all of the listen i know this is controversial but if you're one of those people that buys stock <laughs> up to resell it oh, you are not my, my person <laughs> i can pay my rent i know Golly. it is crazy well then there was some i think you sent it to me Multiple people. I did, yeah. Because did. there was one that people were saying were on, like for nine ninety nine, and I was like, please do not click that. Like that is not accurate. They're using her whole marketing video and everything, <gasps> and they're like Christmas and welcome to the. And she, we can't do anything. I mean, they we edit it right before she says like click here or whatever. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. say that for legal reasons. I'm yeah. sure they did that, but it's her whole video, and then it like yeah. pops up to click here. Yeah. Okay, and I mean she never says it, but no, and. uh so I knew I knew it was a scam. I'm smarter than that. But I also wanted to send it to Bailey because I'm like, I don't want Lainey to get shit for this. No. And like we can, I say we can't do anything. We can't, we can't. Like we can report it. But like, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, mean, everyone does it. There's like everyone, five different sites that are doing it right now. Everyone does it. And like everyone has dupes of everything at this point. So it's just hard to keep track. But no, the amount of people that sent that to me and I was like, do not buy that. I don't yeah. know what you're going to get in the mail. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. Or anything. You won't get you won't, yeah, if you're not going to get anything. But yeah, that has been. I was, when Damn, we were at Graceland, dude. I had my country gold one. Mm-hmm. And the bartender was like, <laughs> and stared at it. And I was like, hi. And she's like, I could not get that thing. <laughs> like in eight seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were in line. And then she was like, I even tried the watermelon moonshine. And it's crazy, y'all, because mm-hmm. people were staring at me as I walk places. And I and I'm like, I'm gonna get mugged <laughs> yeah, because of for this Stanley. Yeah. yeah. For my mug. I'm like, oh my gosh. I but it's I mean, it's cool. It it's is fascinating. so cool. It's so cool. It's like you're in an exclusive club if you can yeah. get one. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, I know who's a Laney fan when I walk around because Yeah. How did that partnership come to be? We have a brilliant mark like team at red light mm-hmm. and so you know if something makes sense it's kind of just like okay let's see how this comes to fruition and have conversation yeah. and they're both hot at the moment stanley's yeah, stanley's and- popping off when it's so funny because when i found out about it i panicked because <laughs> i of course i knew what a stanley like i just loved it and so um because that deal was in the works as i was coming on um and so when i was like going through all the things that were coming up i was like eyes got so big because I knew it was going to be, mm-hmm. we all knew it was going to be huge. But like as somebody who was like, I would have buy five of these, it was cool to 
mm-hmm. um, watch that happen. And like, I had a guy friend come to lunch with me, and he was like, "Hold up, I'm trying to buy this." Stanley. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, and I was like, "I'm so sorry." Fourteen minutes in line, but he didn't get one. I just don't know how these people do it. Like, do you not have? I don't know. Work. I don't know. <laughs> do you just some wait kind of robot for the second? It, oh, it's I, wild. I do. I do believe people like are on it because like we do it at lunch. Like I think what they launched this one at noon. Mm-hmm. So like I think that was it. So oh, so lunchtime. Damn. I know. It's just I was insane. <laughs> <laughs> Rightly so. Rightly so. Um, Whitney, I know your brother just had a song drop. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, so my brother has a new album coming out in, what year is this? 2023. <laughs> in 2024, his album will come out. Um, but his, his single release yesterday, it's called Give It To Me. And it's fire. And it I is. wouldn't just say that. It Heck, is very yeah. good. I can't it's wait really to good. listen to it. Really so, did he write it? Mm-hmm. By himself? Yes. Nice. It's on Spotify. Spotify, Apple Music, all of it. All of it. Go stream yeah. it. Music video is dropping soon, but uh, it, it's a really good The song. teaser looks, like, good. I'm like, yes. okay, Josh. Yes. Pop <laughs> off, bro. Very good. That's so. ex- and did he tape, like, does he do all of the music tape, like, recording and everything in, where is he doing In Nashville. It? He does it in mm-hmm. Nashville? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, his name's Josh Merritt. I should probably mention that. That is probably helpful. <laughs> Josh Merritt. <laughs> link him. Link him. Oh, yeah. Source him. Link him. Source him. Go listen to Lainey, of course. Source him. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Do you have a favorite song by an artist right now that you're loving? Um, hmm. Do a it, favorite do song in general? Yeah, go for it. Any artist or any? I don't know. You choose. Ooh. Go country. Go not country. I don't know. Okay. Actually, can I just say that Olivia Rodrigo's mm. album is uh-huh. um, "Bad Idea"? Right? That is a banger. Yeah, I flipped it. I need right? to have you gotten her. Oh my, she's, like she's the new Britney so Spears. good. No. She's so good. She's so down. She's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. A lot of my Spotify is um, Nightmare Before Christmas, Coco Melon, and Mickey Mouse. Do you have a child? <laughs> yeah. Um, just, just, just kind of. I'm big kinda. on as far as country music. Hannah Dasher. Okay. I love her out her new album. Nice. Okay. Yeah. There's so much good music that like there is. is I'm really into worship music right now. Oh yeah. So and Parker McCollum's. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> right there. Right He's there. the best. I that's another one that like I loved. He was on my I wanna work with in some capacity and it's so so good. That never enough album is Oh my gosh, yeah. It's have you seen him live? I've not. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Well, you just let me know when he comes close. Okay. Because he is so good. He's so he good. Uh, was on Theo Vaughn's podcast. So oh good. yeah, man! Did you listen to Laney on Theo's? Yes. Oh yeah. So that he is my old bosses and Theo are like very good friends, and mm-hmm. so that was very fun to watch come to fruition because I just love listening to Theo talk. He's hilarious. You never know what's going to come out of his mouth, yeah. and it's my favorite. And he's also a Louisiana boy, and oh, so yeah. I'm like, I can hear his Cajun accent come mm-hmm. through sometimes, and or his Louisiana. Everybody like I don't sound like Laney. That is like thick accent. Yeah, she Mine, does have a thick yeah. accent. It's real. It is like real, oh, real. I believe it. I never it thought it was. Do people think it's fake? Oh, yeah. <gasps> no, that's real. <laughs> it's really real. And like that is it. But and also being from Louisiana, like that is. Every, it's like so many different parts of Louisiana all sound very different. Like I don't sound like New Orleans. I don't sound like Laney. But like everybody just has the I culture. I can hear it come out a little bit sometimes. It comes out. Though. Like I'll be like, I'm fine. And yeah. people are like, what? <laughs> Baby doll. <laughs> people talk really like, I don't know, like Creole? 
There's it? Creole and there's Cajun. So Creole is like New Orleans area. Mm-hmm. And then Lafayette, more Cajun infusion. I love hearing people talk. Like, I love accents. Me yeah. too. Oh, and they're man. also interesting, huh? Yeah. They're also different and they're also interesting. And it's crazy because, like, you can be from the same state and sound completely different. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But I love culture. Like, I, that's my favorite thing. And, like, I do love being from somewhere that has such a rich, because you went. You I sure finally did. got to experience it. Yeah, I've been twice now. So I went for my bachelorette yeah. and somebody else's bachelorette, which was an interesting time. <laughs> um, I feel like any time in New Orleans is Although an my interesting bachelorette time. was an interesting time. <laughs> oh, my. Yikes. We got scammed on Bourbon Street. I almost fought. Somebody cat called oh. her, but like in a negative way, and I punched the guy. Yeah, you did. Straight I am not in the street. By I know. This. Yeah. Um, I sprained my ankle when I did it because <laughs> I I tripped on a sewer. Whole oh, of thing. course. Yeah. But I didn't let him see me sweat. Good. But the next day, girl, that thing was, it was struggle? black. Was and this blue. like the end of the trip or the beginning? That was towards the end. Okay, that's good at least. And then we went to the, a strip club. Oh. The one thing that I have nightmares about. I am a Christian gal. Yeah. And I got pulled in oh. to taking a shot out of a woman's boobies. Bra. That makes so much sense with New it Orleans. Was like, yeah, it was like one of those little where there's two doors yeah. and it's just a U or whatever. Sure, it girl. happened so fast. I had no... She put the shot there and she took Whitney's head. Boom. <laughs> and I... Man, I wish somebody I had a see, video of this. I see... This is where we got scammed. Okay. I see red hair flying past me and then you came right back up and we didn't know I, what the hell happened. Was it a good shot? No. no. It was in one of those tubes. Oh, those. I can't believe I'm announcing this on the podcast. This <laughs> happened to me, but I'm a victim. <laughs> <laughs> you are a victim. And then she like, That's just a New shoved Orleans him, like. She shoved him down our throats, and then she said, that'll be $80. <laughs> and we didn't, like, consent Did to it. Did you run out? No, no. But I should have. But she threatened to call the cops. <laughs> and I was like, I can't go to jail. So I, <laughs> so I think after that happened is when we were walking back. And, and that's the when the guy, guy said that. And I, I had rheumatoid arthritis. And he said something. At this point, I was like in a really bad part. I had yeah, because I made her walk everything. all over New Orleans like an I asshole. I was limping or something. He said something. Yeah, he said, you... he said, what's wrong with you, girl? Why are you walking like that? And then he imitated her. And I... I will kill. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> and I popped around so fast, and I punched him square in his, in his sternum. I don't think it did jack to him, but, but it was the point. You know it made me feel of good, defense. and it was powerful. I did not hold back at all. Our I put power into was, that. Our friendship was great, but at that point, I was like, okay, she... Yeah, you are like, she will fight for me, literally. Or I will literally hurt somebody. Yeah, of course. <laughs> literally. Because also, like, no. Yeah. New no, Orleans. you don't mess with wit. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't mess with any of my friends, but... That is I'll, true. I'll kill. That is true. Mm-hmm. You Do you know your Enneagram? I'm an eight. Of course. Does that shock you? So shocking. I'm a Sagittarius, I'm a fire sign, and I'm an eight. You're like... And I'm a, I'm a Chinese snake symbol. What's your Myers-Briggs? Oh. Have you done this? What's my Myers-Briggs? Is that the colors? Because I'm orange Wait, and yellow because oh somebody no. made us take it. <laughs> You're an E. Oh my God, I think I was blue. <laughs> Oh, I'm a, I'm I'm You're my an initials. E-N-T. I'm a J E N T. No E N T J. Oh, E N T J. Yeah, for Jeff N. Oh, I love that. That's I don't remember my Briggs. I need to take that again. Yeah. I think I also took that when applying to work at the Opry. <laughs> um, you had to take this dumb color <laughs> no, 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 thing because no, no, we, we got take, we had to take it in a room. Also, Jeff's gonna hate this. This is the longest podcast episode ever. <laughs> it's all right. It's actually he doesn't really need to cut anything. No, he out. does. We've done great. Trust me, he's had to go through worse. Okay, yeah, because we'll stop and we're like, okay, stop, go back. Yeah. Da, da, da. Well, 
I will never forget that because what it was like a Christmas. It was Christmas. It was Christmas, and we all had to go. Also, there's a picture of us in a group, and my hair looks really big. Like I look like I'm trying to be dolly. Yeah, because we were in the A cuff room, weren't we? Yes, we sure were. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget. We were colors, and like it taught us so much. I should have probably listened more to that room just in general. Uh huh. Because like it helped so much. They should have done it at the beginning of us working together. How helpful that would have been. But like, you know what I mean? How helpful that would have been in life. Like, (laughs) because like you learn so much about how to, that's the thing. Let me tell you, I was already really sour with my situation in the door department. (laughs) Is that how far into it it, it, that test was? Yeah, because it was Christmas. When did I start? You started. With Megan. Oh my gosh. We were, it was in the summer. We are like in yeah. August or something because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. hot, remember? And you both always had your hair down looking like Louisiana princesses. Uh. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> felting like a pig over here. And my <laughs> hair's in a top knot like pr- Principal Gosh. Trunchbull <laughs> in Matilda. Liz, I, she, shout out to her. She voiced me only the other day. Did she? I love her so very much. But I will all, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, what a time that was, because I should have listened. But, like, now I make everyone take the, when I led a team, I made them take the Enneagram. I'm a three. That makes sense. I'm mm-hmm. a Leo, I'm a three, I'm an ENFP, it all adds up. Yeah. I, when I first I'm took it. I'm a Leo, it, I'm a three, I'm an NFP. <laughs> that should be a song. You and your brother oh, can yeah. do that next. Yeah. Cool. No, I think I was a three when I first tested, but I was not. People say, like, you test no matter what, like, the right stuff. But mm-hmm. I truly believe if you're, like, in a very weird season of life, like, your yeah. answers will reflect mm-hmm. that. So I probably need to take it again. But as of right now, I'm a 6-7. Hmm. I can see you as a 6 for sure. Yeah. To, like, the beautiful parts of it and the faults of it all. Yeah. Well, same with 8. Whoops. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of being a human. <laughs> see, as a Leo, we're perfect. Yeah. So. Right, oh, right, perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm a Pisces. I just float. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Then I sink some days. Sink. Sink the ship. Sink the ship. <laughs> it's great. Well, this has been so fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Both yeah, of, of you for driving to me in Hendersonville. Oh, yeah. Of course. I loved it. So, it was a good drive. It's beautiful. Thanks. Horse country. Is that what it is? <sighs> no, I just oh. think so because there's oh, a lot I'm like, of horses. I'm from Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, don't you claim. Don't you claim my brand. Oh, yeah, that's true. Don't y'all have like this cute little like race mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, yeah a little the derby. thing called the derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little thing. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I'm glad that we've gotten to know each other because I feel like we did not get to. Yeah. During that time of my passing. life. Yay. I passing know, right? ships. Yeah. Passing <laughs> ships, but we didn't sink them. Nuh-uh. Yay. Yes. Don't sink the ships. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Thank y'all. Thank you. Bye. Thank y'all for listening to Spillin' the Tea. Whitney Merritt and Liz Ent are co-hosts and co-producers. The show is edited by Jeff Ent. Our theme song is sung by Whitney Merritt. You can follow us on Instagram at Tea underscore podcast, Facebook at Tea, and TikTok at Nash for all updates and additional podcast materials. We want to hear from you, so be sure to send your comments, leave reviews, give us your readings, and share us with a friend. And most importantly, y'all come back now, you hear? Bye.